Hi, this is Jack Testron, President and CEO of Nexstar, and welcome to another episode of Leadership Lounge. I'm sitting here in my office with Bobby Bellini. Bobby owns Varsity Plumbing and Heating, is that right, in Flushing, New York, and where's the other location? We're out in Bohemia, Long Island, Suffolk right. County. Fantastic. Well, welcome, Bobby. Good well, to see you. thank you for having me, Jack. All right. Bob's here uh, attending an internet marketing workshop, and uh, you've had an interesting story that I wanted to kind of talk about. So when did you join Nexstar, Bob? I've got a lot of interesting stories, <laughs> Jack, but we'll talk. We'll keep it clean. Yeah, keep it on that side of the business, okay. not the other. We joined Nexstar in 1994, okay. September of 94. All right. Very cool. And describe your business at the time you joined. Our main business at the time that we joined was the five boroughs of New York City, mm-hmm. and it was mostly commercial business. And when I define commercial, I mean true commercial in that sense, and multifamily, high-rise, residential buildings yeah. uh, that were managed through real estate management companies. Okay. So, but even then, you know, Nextar really has a defined business model now of residential service replacement. When you joined Nextar, why'd you join back in 94? I joined Nexstar. I didn't really, when I joined Nexstar in 94, I, we weren't doing any residential COD business at the time at all. Right. We were plumbing only, yeah. commercial side, no air conditioning, um, no heating. Yeah. And I joined because of a, a couple of reasons. Number one is I was enamored. Uh, I was following Frank, Frank Blau okay. in Plumbing Mechanical Magazine. I went sure. to one of his seminars. And number two is I was a student. Uh, 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 you know, I was always a student of the right. of the industry, right? And I thought that there was something that I can learn that can help me um, grow that business that I that business model that I was currently operating. All right, the the, the commercial plumbing the commercial. business, right? And now, so folks will know too. Um, you didn't start your business; is your father started it? Is that right? Yeah, my father started the business in 1962, and I have two partners, my brothers Tom and Rick, and we came into the business together. In the early to mid '80s. Okay, so kind of right out of college, or right, right out of college, yeah. and then um, we we started seeing very quick growth. It was an exponential growth. After you for and your us. brothers got in, after we joined, yeah, after you joined Varsity, right? Yeah, yeah. So you were in '94. You joined Nextstar, and, and and I know your your father, um, Bob Senior, right? yes. Was still involved, Mister B. Call <laughs> him Mister B. I've met him. He's a great guy, and definitely. Mr. B, for sure. Um, but you were kind of uh, coming into the, the leadership of the business, weren't you, at that time? Yeah, I started coming into the leadership of the business. Interestingly enough, I'm the oldest brother, but okay. I came into the business last because I had uh, gone to college, yeah. and I had pursued a professional baseball career for a few years. So right. I came in later on after my brothers. Okay, But having gone to college and uh, studied business— yeah. I was most poised to take over the business aspects of the of the company. I wasn't the guy in the truck yeah. running plumbing calls. Okay. You know, I was focusing more on the business model and on growth. All right. Okay, good. So when you joined Nextstar, just um, Varsity, about how big was the business at that time? I think we were Roughly. probably around about we were we were successful we were probably around 5 million dollars in revenue. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Now, I remember you quite well. You know, we were about the same age, you yeah. know, and I was back when I was running. We still are about the same age. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. Thanks good point, Bob. Good point. Um, but I remember you were kind of set apart. You were very uh 
you know, charismatic and personal, and, you know, you clearly had ambition. You know, you were doing a lot of exciting things. You'd come to our meetings, and, you you know, you'd, you'd, there was always a crowd around you, you know. So you were involved in Nexstar, and then, and then you started a business on Long Island shortly thereafter, didn't you? Well, it wasn't really shortly thereafter. I started I, – I was using the tools that I was learning at Nexstar for about five or six years to grow – to help me uh, grow my commercial business. Okay. And I decided right around the year 2000 to begin to follow the Nexstar model with respect to service repair and replacement okay. for plumbing and heating. Got it. We added, subsequently, we added a f- several years later air conditioning services. Okay. All right. So that's when you started kind of a, a residential business out right. on Long Island, right. right? With the idea of kind of growing that separate. Okay. Correct. Now, um, so you were um, continued to grow your your business in Flushing, New York, the main business, the uh, the commercial plumbing business, and that was flourishing and doing quite well. Yes, you started this other business out there, um, and then interesting. I you know Bob, for those who don't know, I was the the first senior leader at Nextar from ninety two to ninety eight, and that's when I really got to know you quite well. And I left for seven years, and when I came back in two thousand six, uh, your business was still a member. But you were absent from Nexstar. Right. I did not. I, I, I did a consulting trip at your place in early '96. That was out on the Long Island business, right? For a yes. little bit. Yes. And then um, maybe it was because of me. 2006. 2006. It not was. Not '96. Yes. Yeah, 2006. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah, 2006 or seven. It was right in that area. Yeah, it was 2007 actually. Okay. Yes, I'm sorry. Right. But shortly thereafter, so I, you know, you were kind of unengaged we got connected we got talking i was a mm-hmm. business coach then i did a consulting trip out to to this business um we talked a little bit and then you kind of went you you fell off the face of the earth bob right you know as relative to next star what was going on well i think i have to be honest with myself and i and i made a mistake um as many business leaders do i made a mistake and what i did is i misjudged i feel that i misjudged what it would take from the business owner or business leader to run a residential service business. Here I am with a history, 20-plus year history of being very, very successful in the commercial business, the multifamily real real estate business, and I was growing that very, very well, making a very handsome living off of it. And I kind of looked down on it. I said, you know, this is what can go wrong. It's easy work. It's just Look a residential. Down on residential, home. residential. Yeah. Okay. Residential. It was right. easy work. If you so do it I, high rises, why can't I do a single family exactly. dwelling, right? Right. Yeah. So what I did is at the time the 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 city, Long Island you know, the city New York City business needed me, the commercial business really, really needed me yeah. from all aspects. Not okay. just an ownership standpoint, from a technical standpoint, from a from an industry standpoint. There was a lot of um demands upon my time. Okay. And I felt Again, it's got to be pretty easy to, to do a residential home. So what I did is I haphazardly chose a leadership team okay. and put that leadership team in place all right. and found that I had set up all of the Nexstar protocols and Nexstar systems with uh-huh. them, okay. and I expected them to just run themselves right. okay, with the leadership team that I had there. And I made some mistakes. I made mistakes in not having... Uh, I disengaged from Nexstar from going to the meetings because I had my... We didn't see you for years, Bobby. Probably eight or nine years, seven or eight years, something like that. It was... Right. Well, you got re-engaged in 2006, so I'm going to say it was a good seven years. 
I got Eight reengaged years? in yeah. 2016. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. I'm, I'm missing my decades yeah. here. Yeah. 2016. Yeah, so, yeah, about nine, about nine years. Wow. I probably disengaged because I left it up to the people who I had chosen to run the company. My brothers and I, as business owners, run the city business. The one in Flushing. The right? one in Flushing. Yeah. And the one in Long Island, and it's really ironic because I live on Long Island. Right. Right? And you I have drive, to drive past it to I get drive to work. past it. I drive... F- 45 miles, two, two and a half hours each way commute to go to the city to run that business, whereas I can drive 15 minutes to my Long Island residential business. Um, But I left it up to them to run the business, and I really did a poor job of holding them accountable, making them report to me. Uh And I probably got a little bit cocky thinking I knew everything there was to know. And that's probably the biggest mistake I made. Those are the biggest mistakes I made. Right. And what I realized is that while we did grow the business relatively quickly, we went from zero to about 2.8 million, 2.9 million within four or five years, we flattened out. Right. You stopped. And we just stopped for a number of years. Right. And then when I dove into it a little bit further, and by the way, I really wasn't caring about it too much because my bread was being buttered. Right. And my... my, You didn't need the money, did you? I didn't need the money. Yeah. Right. And, um, And then... So I didn't really pay attention to it. That's yeah. really what happened. I disengaged from Nexstar, yeah. and I learned a lesson that we always need to be continually educating ourselves. The industry okay. is changing. Right. Okay. So that was the kind of the, the lesson learned there. That was the lesson learned. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. Uh, I liked. I love the people at Nexstar. The leadership team at Nexstar is great. We go back. I have a lot of old friends through Nexstar, yeah. but. You know, when when you're taxed and you're 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 putting in ten, twelve hours a day, running your your primary business, and you leave it up to people that you think that you're trusting to run yeah. a business. The lesson that I learned is, as an owner, you are the leader, yeah. and as a leader, you not only need to set the goals and create the culture, mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you set up accountability. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting because not only did did you disengage, but everybody in that local business disengaged too. So it wasn't like you had a GM that was coming or service manager or, or somebody else. It was like nothing happened, right? Yeah, I think what happened is uh, the GM that I had selected for that company came for a couple of uh, – at, at that time, we were just doing super meetings and, right. you know, it wasn't – That's all we had back then. That's yeah. all we had, right. Yeah. And and then he, get, he disengaged. Yeah. But then I, I, I realized that the – the leadership that I had selected really stopped believing in Nexstar. They did. Stopped believing in the Nexstar way. Okay. And I found out that every system, when I decided to re-engage and, and get back into this business in yeah. the year 2016, it started with a phone call to you. Yeah. And I, I really didn't know how Nexstar had transformed right. over, the, over those years that I was absent. Right. And I was very, very impressed, and to say the least, of as to what kind of a, a, um, a an elite training organization Nexstar had developed yeah. into over those years. Yeah. And then I had come to find out that I came to a, uh, a boot camp. Yeah. Okay. Now called Leadership Mastery. But that's right. Yep. Over, yeah. over a year ago. And uh, approximately a year ago, a little over right. a year ago. And I was blown away. I was really? blown away. And I said, we're going to take this uh, company back and we're going to deal with it. And it was a difficult thing to do, and it's and it's and we're in transition now. I okay. realized that it started with me. Okay. I had to be the leader. Yeah, I had to set the tone. 
I realized that um, every Nexstar system that I had put into place 10 years prior had been torn up and not being followed. Right. And we were paying the price for it. Not only with flat sales, but we were losing uh, call counts. Call counts were going way down. Okay. So I decided, because I'm a proud guy, um, that um, as I transition to the next generation... In your business. In my business, to the third generation... That there are great opportunities in this in this uh, in this uh, business model, uh-huh. and I decided that I was going to take the lead again. And it was tough. It was tough because I had to do some soul searching and find out that I was at fault. Okay. Ultimately, I was the person who was at fault, and then I had to go in and change my leadership team. Yeah, and then I had to go in and uh, take all of the service techs, identify the service techs that weren't going to buy into the culture. Yeah. And I had to replace them. Oh, this is painful so the, far. Uh, yeah. it's very, it was a very painful process, yeah. but yeah. It's, a, it's a wonderful process because we, we've been sending our people to the training now. We've hired, recruited, uh, and we're training, pe- training people now through the Nextall programs. Right. And the culture has completely changed. And what I found out is that we lost sight of the most important thing, What's our that? why. Okay. Our why for why are we in business? What? Why are we doing what we wanted? What we're, awesome. just, what we're doing? Okay. So we recaptured the why, and we put customers first. That's okay. what we're doing now. We're putting our customers first. Yeah. And then we're putting to a close second. We're putting our employees. Okay. And we had gotten away from that. Okay. We were putting money first. All right. All right. All right. So we're in a good a good place right now, and we're starting to see that carry across the company, in every way, in every. Yeah. Every key performance indicator, we're starting right. to see that happen. Okay. Well, let me ask a question because, you know, on my mind, you know, I, I know you have it up. You know, you've been doing a good job. We'll talk. We'll go back to Long Island in a minute. But your business in Flushing is a great business. Right? It is. It's a big business too. It's not five million dollars anymore. It's right. much, much, much larger than it is. that. Um, and a concern that that people might have is, yeah, but if, if Bobby's out in Long Island working on this other business, will the will the real money maker back in Flushing will that go down? How have, you, how have you worked through that? Right? That's probably one of the reasons why I disengaged. But the, uh, because you, f- you, you tend to focus on the things that are working for you, okay. not the things that are not working for you. So if I have a business in the city that's doing you know, 10, 12, 15 times more revenue, and it's yeah. very profitable and very successful, and I know that I'm one of the key reasons for it. Right. Okay. It's it's hard to justify yep. spending a lot of time building a new business that's an unknown quantity. Yep. Uh, so what I've been able to do is I've been able to transition and put a lot of people into place that over the years in flushing in flushing yeah. that that would take up a lot of the responsibilities and duties that I have in flushing. Okay. And. The other thing that I realized is that, you know, the business model in in Flushing is completely different okay. from the business model on Long Island. Yeah. Completely different. And I realized and I recognize that I don't have to spend so much time in my residential business as I do in the Flushing business. Mm-hmm. But, if it's, but if I do recognize and set aside the time that I do need yep. and take the leadership role. Okay. And set, uh, you know, set the standards, yep. get buy-in from yep. everybody, and then manage in, in, uh, the reports, the KPIs, right. Right. and, and um, make sure that we're achieving our objectives, that I could do both. Okay. 
That's right. really where I'm at. So, and I, and I am, I'm, I've been managing to do both. That's congratulations. That's Thank awesome. You. So this has been about a because it was a year ago when you when Bobby got reengaged, right. and then of course what happened is you know we, it's hardly a training class is being held in St. Paul without a varsity plumbing and heating employee wandering through here and getting excited and, and learning stuff, right? So in the last year, um, varsity in flushing doing good. Great. Good. Did you, did you find any of the the? And I'm going to ask this question, knowing the answer here, Bob. Good. But, but the leadership things that we taught, you know, the yes. you got reengaged. Um, did it have a benefit in the flushing business too? It has a benefit across the board. Right. It translates. It does. It doesn't just benefit me and the business per se. It benefits my entire leadership team. Okay. When the leader of a company is engaged, right, the company knows it. Everybody in the company knows it. When the leader of the company set, it's not just enough for the leader to have a vision. He's got to be able to communicate the vision. And it's not enough to communicate the division. He's got to get the employees to buy in to the the vision Uh of the company. So I found that my coming back and reengaging translated into my vision, my why, being... um, being accepted okay. by my brothers, my partners. Okay. And then, so they saw that. And then, that's right. And, right. Then, and then every manager, okay. right down to the tech level, okay. everybody bought in. So the, it, the, the amazing thing is that the people and the, the employees in Flushing, and we have 40 employees that work inside the office. So, 40, so we have 40 office, 40, employees, 40 in office employees in Flushing. That's a, that's a big office, Bob. It's, it is a big office. It's a big nut. Um, we found that they're very excited with what we're doing on Long Island right now. Oh, really? In fact, they're helping us to recruit employees. Oh, really? From friends, family, family members, and I, so on. I heard a rumor that you even hired a non-Italian recently. Yeah, well, we won't hire um, Norwegians, Jack. Okay. <laughs> Jack is Norwegian. Um, actually, uh, we do. We, awesome. we, we, we hire everybody that is qualified. I'm just I'm joking, Bob. But congratulations. We so. have that relationship. Yes. Absolutely. So it's, it's very, very exciting. We know that we can absolutely, by following the, the training systems, we mm-hmm. know that we can scale that business very, very quickly. The one on Long Island. The one on Long Island. Yeah. We have. That's good. That's exciting. And yeah, you are it. You know, you, you, again, I'll say this. Even years ago, you were set apart. You're, you could tell you're a talented operator. Thank you. And all you needed to do was 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 get back engaged. And, and uh, cause, but you know, what's interesting is is I know because that business was close to you, your home. Mm-hmm. Even when you're unengaged, you were still walking through there. But there's something different about an owner who's not just swinging through there to to sit at a desk or to, to maybe you you worked out of there on a Friday because you didn't want to commute all the way into Flushing once or twice or something. And right. now you're there, but you, I, I, I can imagine the way you walk in the business is different today. It is. I, I, a very important step for those who have partners. And if you're in a multi-location uh, situation, okay, is that, I, again, everything comes back to me as the, as the president and the leader of the company. I recognize that every failure is my failure at some level. It's okay. gonna, it comes back to me. And I realize that and recognize that I did a very poor job of communicating with my partners. And here's why. They felt, and I never thought to ask the question, they felt that when I spent time, 15, 20 minutes from my home, 
at the Long Island location yeah. that I was actually taking a break and taking a day off from the city. I think you kind of were, weren't you? Yeah, maybe I was. Okay. But, right. but the reality is then. that I failed to convince them right. that we had a beautiful business opportunity on Long Island that, and we had a, a great organization that can help us scale that business. Um, it was almost as if I was um, cheating on the city business, and I didn't do a good enough job, okay. and I wasn't strong enough to explain to them why I needed to spend time out there, right. and that that company on Long Island would suffer had I not spent the time. Yeah. So what I did is it was just easier for me to continue to go into the city and not right. pay attention to the Long Island right. business. Right. But, but we've now, turned it around. But they don't. So they don't begrudge your time out there now. No, we've had uh, we've had several discussions on it. They understand it, and most importantly, they see results. So let's 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 kind of uh, talk just a little bit. So about yeah. Long Island now. So it's it just, we just concluded uh, kind of the first well May. It's been yes. a year. Yes. How? Without getting into the, the fine details, year how, on year, how'd you do? Year on year, we're. I think we're twenty eight percent up, up okay. yeah, and um, and it's and it's amazing because we, it really took us, <clears throat> all of eight or nine months to tear down yeah the 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 crap that we had created you know well, you didn't start to last July <clears throat> this, this I know that's true right right so we're less than a year, and uh, we're up about twenty eight percent which is great. Um, but more than that, our company culture is amazing. Yeah. As, a, as a matter of fact, I recently um, was provided with a copy of the results of the employee engagement survey, the next which one. we had yeah. not, we had, which we had not participated in. Right. By the way, during my absence, I know. And I found that um, we scored very, very well. And you most did. of our you most did. of our uh, employees are pretty fired up about what yeah. we're doing. You did extraordinarily well. And what I was most proud of is that the overwhelming majority could see themselves retiring with our company. Oh, that's fantastic. That's, that's what I so, like. So, that, so you, not, you're getting business results. You're giving people a, um, some pride working at Varsity out there in Long Island. They're getting excited right. about what they do. So they got to feel better about themselves, too. They do. And, you know, one of the things that our why, Varsity's why, when I had the self-realization sitting in here a year ago uh-huh. during the boot camp or the yeah. whatever you call it now. Um, <laughs> leadership mastery. Leadership mastery yeah. is uh, I, I recognize my why. I've accomplished so much in the, in the industry over my career, but I wanted to do this. And it's posted all over and, the, and the, uh, all over our, our, our building. And the whole team knows that our why is to create an excellent experience for our customers and our team. Okay. And we're trying to strive to create an excellent experience any way we can for our customers and our employees. That's what we're trying to do. Awesome. And it translates, and they, and they see it, and they love it. Awesome. And, and we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. You know, you can't change, you know, a business that's been around 20 years uh, or so. Yeah. Uh, 15, 20 years. You can't change it overnight. But we've made excellent strides following the principles and practices that we're learning at Nexstar. That's really what's happening. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it's a great story, Bob, and it's great the to laws. see. The eight laws, man. That's what we're following. All right. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your story. You're and, welcome. Uh, congratulations on a few fronts. First, for, for you and your brothers and your father, and, and I think you got some a sister involved, too. Or I have two sisters involved, two right. brother-in-laws involved, and now my youngest daughter, my nephew's involved in the business, and now I have my youngest daughter, who is here okay. now and okay. came last month, who's accelerated her college uh, education 
so that she's going to be graduating this coming December and joining us as a full-time marketing manager. Fantastic. All yeah. right, some more fuel. That's yeah, awesome. She, That's she's a, great. She is great, and she's yeah. here. It's her second event here. Yeah. So I was going to say congratulations on all you've done out in Flushing, creating a fantastic business over the years. And, Thank you. And uh, congratulations for reengaging, and that's not easy to do. So well done to get the business back on Long Island and moving in the right direction and creating opportunities for your family and and for your the good people there. So congratulations. Well, I appreciate that. And what I found is that one of the hardest things to do is to swallow your pride, Yeah. get rid of your ego, and that's what I did. And I said, I'm coming back to Nexar saying, I need your help. Okay. And Nexar was there saying, we got it. And Nexar is helping us. Awesome. So the hard thing to do was to was to swallow the pride and recognize that I needed the help from Nexstar. Yeah. And once again, I do I don't want to understate when I came back to Nexstar, it was completely completely different organization yeah. than the one that I had known ten years prior. Right. It's amazing. It's an elite training organization, probably the most elite industry training organization in the world. Yeah. That's the way I feel about it. All right. And that's what I tell everybody. That's fantastic. So yeah. congratulations to you, too. Well, thank you, Bob. Thank Thanks. you very much. And uh, um, so thank you for your time. Thank you're you for welcome. sharing your story. We'll look forward to more of these for sure. And look forward to When you see Bob, you can't miss him. He looks like Robert De Niro. You'll see him at our meetings, right? <laughs> he's a great guy. Go up and talk to him. You'll enjoy the heck out of the experience, and he's got a lot to share. So thank you so much, Bob, and thank you again for listening to another episode here of Leadership Lounge. This is Jack Tester. We'll catch you next time. Thanks so much. Thanks.